For the final time this season, it is now time for the Mike McCarthy Show. Here on Sean and RJ, your home of America's team is 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning. Are you in the office? How long are you going to keep going to the office with the same hours before you take uh, some type of football break? Um, I'll be doing this uh, through next week, and then we're going to take a we're going to take a week off. Uh, I'll go home and or not go home. I'll go back to Green Bay and, and see my family. They're still up there, so it's a vacation in in Wisconsin this time of year. It's highly recommended. <laughs> but, uh, I'll just I'm working through all of our exit interview process. You know, we'll continue to do that through the weekend, and uh, I think I'll complete that around Thursday next week. What is the driveway shoveling situation when you go back up to Wisconsin? Do you pay someone to do that, or do you do that yourself? Well, it's about it's it's about it's about like most things in life. It's about having the proper equipment, and uh, so I'm <laughs> I'm definitely in the you know in the higher echelon when it comes to equipment. I got I got tool cats and blades and a number of things. So yeah, we our driveway is cleared fairly quickly these days. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost it's almost like a contest up there. <laughs> uh, you know, I always I always wondered this about about coaches and players. You know, when when the season's over, how do you consume your sport? Like, how do you consume the playoffs? Like this weekend, will you be glued to the TV for nine hours? Will you in, be in and out? How do you consume the playoffs when you don't make it? Well, I, I tell you, it's uh, there's there's such a. Um, you know, like a decompression that that goes on, and it and it really hits after the Super Bowl. But I definitely, you you watch the play. I know I do personally. You watch the playoffs. It's more about watching the games. Um, I, I think it's you know a part of you as a fan, but also the interest of you know who's playing well, what are they doing, you know how the you know how are they going to play in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think there's obviously this season's unique in so many ways, but. Um, yeah, but the thing the thing that I, I can feel this week, um, and the and the players that they usually laugh when you tell them this, but is is you miss the players. I mean, you miss the camaraderie and the energy and the building of. You, know, you walk in here every day, and you know you have coaches, players, and support staff. You know, a hundred plus people work, working you know, diligently to accomplish the goal of, of winning eight, one game at the end of the week, and then all of a sudden, you know, we've been out of the office because of our covid situation last week but it kind of just comes to a, a you know a bit of an abrupt end because you know when the players leave when when they when they leave uh for the off season there's this there's a huge source of energy void uh that's that's here and that's that's kind of been obvious here the last couple of weeks the last couple Co- of days coach uh there was no way to know the craziness of what covid would do to your program in the season but do you ever think to yourself maybe i should have sat out one more year before i returned do you, do you ever think about that maybe uh, I should have come- I tell you what i'm i'm not going to answer that out of respect for my employer but uh <laughs> i feel like you might have been in my head a few times this year <laughs> what what was covid or the injuries like obviously both ravaged everything but which one? Was, which one was a bigger issue for you to have to deal with? Oh, I think our clearly our biggest issue was the timing of the injuries. Everybody has injuries. I, I, I think the timing of the injuries, and you know, and and, and obviously the starter, the the impact of the positions um, that that they occurred at. Uh, I think you know injuries are part of the game. I've always felt, and it's really my goes to my experience of 
coaching younger teams pretty much my whole career as a head coach where uh, everything's focused on developing the, the rookie class uh, because, you know, come November, December, you're going you're gonna to need those guys to step up, and that's usually the path of a normal path of a football team uh, as far as its growth and, you know, the, the consistency and depth that you're looking for. Uh, but to have the big injuries that we had early in the season, um, I, I thought that was clearly our, our, our biggest challenge because, you know, you're limited on um, reps because of no offseason, uh, the way that the training camp was set up. So you know when you invest those reps into you know, your starters and so forth, and they're lost, you know, at the beginning of the year. And uh, I think you know with that us being new and just I think all the newness in that combination was clearly our biggest challenge. And just you know going through these interviews and going through the statistical data and, and talking through some of the uh, you know the diff- different coaches and. And you know, particularly guys that are in charge of you know certain areas, red zone, third down, and so forth. Situation, you, you know, you can just see the path and the trend of our progress. Uh, pretty much illustrates that is in line with that. Our trend, our trend line as a football team clearly points to that. Coach, when when you look back, you know, was was the virtual aspect of the season, meetings, even vert practices, if you will, was that easier or more difficult than you expected when you first kind of found out this is how the year was going to go? You know, I didn't uh, – I, I thought our in-season process was, was excellent, frankly. I mean, I think compared to – I mean, there's, there's some moving targets there. When you, when you look at comparables around the league, I, I think, the, you know, we're fortunate, you know, very blessed to have the facility that we have. Um, and, and I thought our fo- football operation department did an incredible job of um, continue to change and adjust throughout the different, you know, COVID protocols that, you know, that, you know, changed on a regular basis throughout the season. So I, I thought our in-season process was very good, uh, but I think we have to definitely point to our off-season virtual process. Um, and that's something that's come up in every exit interview that I've had this year. Uh, we, we have to do more. Uh, we have to, we have to be better. Cause I mean, I, I think we have to be honest that, you know, we came out of the virtual, you know, into a into a training camp, and you know, we we just got we got obviously got to be a lot better this year, in in that segment of our of our development because uh, everything, you know, to me, I don't know how uh, you can't anticipate us not being in a, another virtual off season just based off of the information that's that's coming out, particularly, you know, just with the with the with the you know with the COVID COVID situation. Mike McCarthy here on the fan coach. When you look back and uh, self-assess and evaluate, was there an area or a decision uh, with your own mirror where you're like, "Ah, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have approached that differently in this last season for yourself." You know, I, I, I'm really diving into the, the training of the team because um, I think it's real important, particularly at this at this juncture, uh, because. You know everything's fresh. You know, and I'm referring to uh, you know particular practice drills. Um, you know the, the the Thursday schedule and the, and the Friday. I've already made a number of adjustments on the in-season um, uh, weekly schedule. You know, just things that come out of the player interviews uh, and, and and start with the coaches interviews because I, I think it's like anything, and when you have a chance to talk to your people in, in this. In, in this atmosphere, uh, there's so much information that's gathered. I mean, these 
you know, and, and it's and, you know, just talking with Kellen yesterday, um, you know, just you know, he felt he you know, he felt like he's grown so much as a coach just in the last three days because of what these interviews give you. But you know, it just makes you go back and look at everything. So um, that's really where my focus is right now. But I'm mean, I'll continue to go through the whole big picture. But I've always tried to nail down the in in season adjustments, changes, and emphasis uh, outlook, uh, particularly right away because it's you know it's obviously fresh on everybody's mind and and the in the information that you're getting is clear, and uh, you just got to sort through the emotion of all this. Coach, did you think that there? Did you think you were going to lose Kellen to the Boise State job? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, you know, just based off my conversations with Kellen, um, I, I thought that um, just you know everything that uh, we talked about, um, you know, I, I felt that there was a, you know, we, the, he, he was going to be here. Um, I, I didn't really, I really want to go further than that. I mean, everything that. You know that conversations; those conversations were really for someone else to speak on. But um, I, I was confident that he was going to be here, and, uh, and I'm glad he's I'm glad he's here. And I, I know his family is uh, is excited about you know what's what's going on here um, with the Dallas Cowboys, and, and obviously I, I know they're they're very you know they they love living in in Dallas. Have you decided if Mike Nolan is returning? Well, that's what we're working on. We're working on all the coaches, frankly. And I mean, that's what that's what this is, this process is about. I mean, it's you know, you got to take the emotion out of you know the, the, the disappointment of of what six and ten is. You know, regardless of you know COVID and, and all the other challenges we had. So I, I think it's it's important to put everything on the table, and and that and that's what this this process is. It's isn't it's the same one I've done every year as a head coach, and it's. Uh, and I think you have to do it this way. Coach, take us through the year defensively of Jerry came on with us and said, I take the blame. It's on me for underestimating the COVID offseason. And he said, oh, maybe we didn't uh, – we shouldn't have changed things so much. And then the defense started, you know, forcing turnovers. And you talked about chemistry and time together. Can you just kind of take us through the year defensively with how you started off and where it ended? Well, you know, I think on Jerry's part, that's you know, that that's leadership, you know, standing in front of that. But I mean, I think it's that's that's what these conversations are about. And you know, and at some point, you know, I've, you know, I've talked to Jerry and Stephen daily, but at some point, we'll go through all that um, when you know, I'll, I'll lay it out factual from a, you know A to Z. Um, but I, I you, you cannot generalize generalize things, uh, which. Um, and I understand from my seat to your seat is different, but I think it's important to go through every component of, you know, back to page one of the playbook. And uh, I've, I've done that in every normal year because you have to start over. You have to treat every year as a brand new year. Yet you obviously want to build off of and carry forward as much as you can from the prior year. But, you know, I think really clearly – you know the teams and, and the way everything changes in this business. You really have to go, you know, start to finish, and be clear on that. So, I, I don't think you can just sit there and say it's just that one thing. Mike McCarthy here with Sean and RJ for the final time this season. You can hear his tears over the phone as we <laughs> conduct this interview, Coach. Before uh, a couple of things, My people try to your tears. Your tears. Yeah, we enjoyed having exactly. you. We, we we've, we've enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I just want to play along. I'm just trying to be a good partner here. (laughs) (laughs) That's the guy. Coach, what type of partner has Jerry been? Because, now look, we've had Jerry on uh, twice a week for a decade on this station. We love the man. But there's a perception that the Dallas Cowboys are a circus and Jerry is a meddler and there's a bunch of craziness here. You're not necessarily coming from a small program over in Wisconsin. What was it? What was it like working with Jerry? Was it much more of a circus when he makes a comment to us or the Dallas Cowboys are in the news 24-7? No, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, that opinion at all. I, I, I really enjoy Jerry and, and, and Steven, uh, you know, their, their outlook on, on the NFL. Um, with, what's been built here with the Dallas Cowboys is, is unique. Um, strong, powerful, and, and it's, it's a tremendous responsibility that I take very seriously. But no, it's uh, you know things things are very clear on you know how we want to approach things. Uh, with communications, good. Um, they're very respectful to the vision of of the football program that that I've implemented here. So no, I, I I really like the structure and the, and the communication and and just the way. We, the way we operate. Um, they're all about winning, but they are a family first, uh, you know, approach and mindset. And that's something I truly believe in. That's, that's the way I've always, uh, coached and installed a football program as, as a head coach. And, um, and they're, and they, they have that established here already. So no, I'm, I'm really, I really enjoy this, you know, this part of it. I'm just the only disappointment I have is that we were, is we're six and 10. Coach, Jalen Smith was asked, um, I guess it was after the game on Sunday, you know, if, if he thinks he'd be back. And, and, and he was like, yeah, the guys who you know, watch the film, the guys who watch the film know. How do you grade? How have you guys graded Jalen this year as a player? Well, I think, you know, just going off of, you know, the week-to-week uh, evaluations and having chances to talk, you know, I haven't talked to all of the position coaches because, you know, what, what I've, you know, we talk to the players and then the coordinators and the Assistant coaches, but um, you know, Jalen was extremely productive. Um, you know, being being the new head coach, and you know, he's one of the established veterans. Uh, he's totally bought into everything that uh, we're doing here. Uh, he communicates you know, very well with me. I, I, I feel it's the same with the defensive coaches. So, you know, I, I you know, he plays through injury, uh, plays the game the right way. You know, I, I think it's like anything in our business and it's it's part of the responsibility um that grows you know the longer you're in this business and uh, obviously your contract plays to it too you know the more the more responsibility you have it, obviously it's the you're under you know a lot, a lot you know higher level of criticism so you know that that's part of that's part of him being an established player here Coach, when we look at all these off-season openings and vacancies, we usually just rank it and judge it by a quarterback. Same thing we did with you. We're like, Mike McCarthy must believe, as an offensive QB guy, he must believe in Dak Prescott. Otherwise, he wouldn't have taken that job. Is is Was that a fair assessment, Coach, that you wouldn't have come here if you didn't believe Dak was a long-term quarterback for this football team? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's, it's extremely accurate. Um, Dak was a, a big part of the, the interest um to, to to come here there's no question about it and not having the chance to to work with them personally um I'm, I'm very excited about the future with Dak prescott so you know hopefully we can we can uh get the contract situation resolved but um you know he's he's everything i thought he would be or uh, told he was 
and uh, I'm, I'm excited about moving forward with them. Last one, Coach. You've had a while to think about it now. I know what you said after the game to the media. Are you still okay with not challenging the Giants catch <laughs> on Sunday? Well, I, I don't think I don't think the, the, the question or even the answer was I, I wasn't not 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 okay with it. I, I think it's you know I think it's really giving you an honest answer to when things like that happen. Um, I mean, going back through it, you know, you know, the game was over. You know, I had a chance to visit with pretty much almost every every player in the locker room. I went right from there to the press conference. So, you know, maybe I should have looked at it on the video or things like that. But, you know, we we, we have a system. You know, we, we have a process of when to challenge and when not to challenge. And, you know, that that we have three different categories. That would have, that would have fallen into a blind challenge situation because, you know, we did not have the visual evidence, uh, the – Replay that was the first replay in the box was from behind. You know, the receiver's back was turned to our sideline, so I didn't have a, a clear view of the ball. But um, uh, there was a number of catches actually in that game. It was probably one of the higher games um, where you saw a lot of those type of catches, you know, going to low, low balls going to the ground like that. So, you know, my process is to always grab my flag and ask for information. And, and I, I did on that play, and, and we had we had no visual information that the ball was moving. So, um, I'm disappointed that I missed the opportunity to challenge. Would would be the would be the accurate answer. Um, I'm not convinced that they would have overturned it based off now seeing the the TV copy. Um, so, and if it could have made a difference in the game, yeah, absolutely. I mean, gosh, I mean, you, I think that's that's only natural as a head coach. You're all, you know, my job is to make sure I you know do the best I can to put the players in position to win. So and. Uh, you know, there's there's still a lot of football left, and, and having the three timeouts down there going in the two minutes drill from a game management is is uh, at the two minute mark in fourth quarter is where you want to be too. So, but yeah, I, I, if if we would have had the information, I definitely probably would have took a shot at it. But it was it was a blind challenge situation. We had we had no visual information to to support you know throwing the flag. Christ, that was a long answer. I hope I didn't go over. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, uh, you can talk as long as you want. Uh, we okay. appreciate – hey, man, uh, we've really enjoyed it uh, throughout the entire season. Fun back and forth, uh, the honesty in your answers, and uh, very refreshing for us uh, in the 10 years that we've been doing this. So thank you, Mike. Uh, better uh, luck uh, in the off season than, than this year record-wise, and have fun shoveling. Yeah, no doubt. Well, hey, look forward to meeting you guys in person someday, and, and all the best. Thank you.